Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unk, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unk, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Ungler and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to an all-new episode of Help I Suck at Dating. Um, I first want to take a second and apologize for last week, but I think that my absence actually ended up um, benefiting the podcast in a lot of ways because Kaylin and Caroline and Jared all did a great job. But this week's episode is going to be even better, if you can believe it. We have our favorite Heather Martin joining us. Heather, what's going on? What's going on, guys? It's been a long time. It has been a long time, at least like two months. I know. I think more than that. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. It's been a little bit longer than that. Six months. What's um, happening? Well, Jared, also, I want to say hi to you. Hi, Jared. I haven't talked to you in a while. Hi, Dean. I know. It's been a, a while. Uh, I'm still obviously in the coffee shop right now. Things are good. Uh, I'm a little sleep deprived. That's what happens with a kid. But Dawson's doing well. He had his first, well, he had, he had a pediatrician appointment this morning. His first one in Rhode Island, because his other ones have been in Virginia. And they said that he's measuring in the 95 percentile in height. So wow. I'm hoping this, it's so like, he might be 6'4". He's going to be a taller. Every, everybody's saying he's got big hands. And this kid might be Tom Brady 2.0. I'm just, okay. I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. You're right. You know when, uh, you know when the NFL or the NBA does their, does their way too early predictions for next season? That's what this sounds like. It sounds like it's a little too early to be making these kind of predictions. But hey, more power to you if it happens. I'm just putting it out in the universe, man. 95 percentile. (laughs) I know. You know, he's only five weeks old. Then he's already 5'10". You got to put a football in that baby's hands ASAP. (laughs) Oh, come on. You think the thing's Velcro to him. Uh, But Heather, how are you doing? What's going on with you? I have to say first, Jared, I don't think babies are that cute normally. And your baby is so cute. Yeah, he's kind of the cutest thing ever. He's really, lie. and we're I pretty. don't, I don't just throw that out there with babies. I think most of the time they're like, eh, like people just say they're cute because like the parents. But you have a cute baby. Oh well, thank you, Ashley, and I say the same thing all the time, and we're like, is it us? Are we biased because it came from us? So we love it more than others. <laughs> but everybody says that he's a really cute baby. So there's some validity there. He's a really cute baby. 
is. He's very cute. Jared, your baby's five weeks old, just to um, catch up to yeah. speed again on that real quick. Yeah, so five weeks. I held my I held my brother's uh, five week old baby. I think uh, about the, when was your baby born? January thirty first. Uh, he was February fourth. Okay, so his baby is five days behind your baby, and I've never. I was telling him about this, <clears throat> and I think the baby came out like a week early too. So um, you know, not undersized. Well, it was a little undersized, but not like unhealthy undersized or anything like that. Um, all the babies you see in like movies and stuff are all like probably like six to twelve months old, right? So they're like big and fat. And like cherubic looking, um, but newborn babies are like kind of uh, weird looking. <laughs> have you not been a lot of newborns? No, that's the first. That's the first like new baby I've ever been around. Like within the first, you few should weeks. see. You should see the kid when he first comes out. You you want to see weird looking? It's a, yeah. a he was a cone head because yeah. like when Dawson came out, dude, he's purple, head to toe. He looks like Thanos from Avengers, and then his head. <laughs> Is like pointy in the back. It's pretty jarring. You're like, holy shit! This how long did it take here. for the head to go back to like normal shape? It honestly started uh, going back. Honestly, that night it started getting normal, and then his. It's weird. So he's got a soft spot on the top of his head and the back of his head. So the back of the head will be hardened by like four months, but the top of the head stays soft for like the first fifteen months of his life. Hmm. I always want to squeeze. So it's, it's a really bad quality. I want to squeeze baby's heads, and I know it's like the cutest, softest thing. It's like dangerous. Oh, it's <laughs> so dangerous! Like it, it's there is this. Re- it is very real. You know how people are like something so cute, you just want to like sh- shake it. Oh, cute dude, aggression. That's a very real thing. Yeah, it's called yeah, cute aggression. It's like yeah, I'm cute like aggression. kissing him mm-hmm. from up and down and like tickling him, and like I can tell that he's not enjoying it. He's not at that age yet where he's like <laughs> enjoying tickles, but I can't help myself. I'm like, bro. I just gotta like, so I gotta special. tickle your feet. I can't help myself. I've never heard of cute aggression, but I I see where you're coming from. I do the same thing with dogs all the time. I'm like, I just want to squeeze the living shit out of you, but I know I can't do that. Obviously, yeah, you just want to hurt it because it's just so cute. I know it's a thing. Some people have it, some people don't. I don't get how you can't yeah. have it, but it's a real huh. thing. I judge right, people well. who walk by dogs and don't want to stick their face in them. <laughs> I'm like, well, you're telling me you don't want to fully put your face in that dog's fur. <laughs> what happens when a stranger comes up to Lois and just shoves his face in her fur? It's not kind of weird. She will bite them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Heather, fill us in. What's going on? Where, where have you been? What have you been up to? Honestly, it's kind of been same old, same old. Nothing too crazy new the past few months. My my sister actually moved, which has been sad to Idaho. Mm-hmm. Like the first one of us three, she's gone. Like my best friend. So that's been sad, but she's back to visit this week. So that's fun. Um, but You're yeah, still in Southern California, right? Yep. Still in North County, San Diego, Carlsbad. I love it here. It's been so nice. It was like 76 yesterday. But yeah. Are you, you're not twin sisters, right? But you guys are just really close. Yeah. We're all two years apart. So I'm in the middle of three mm. and we're all two years apart. But we look, me and my little sister look a lot alike. Where in, where in Idaho did she move to? Do you know? She moved to Boise. So oh, her, boyfriend, her boyfriend's there so they're gonna get married soon oh get engaged pretty soon don't sound so excited dean oh what a mistake <laughs> tell her tell her it's not too late she's well, um, hold on. she's pushing for it dean are you do you have baby fever because caitlin last week on the podcast said that you might be getting baby fever ever after holding your brother's kid <laughs> she said that on with no grounds there's no <laughs> way I like didn't even talk to her about the baby. I just sent her a picture of me holding the baby, and she probably formulated this whole 
I don't know, idea in her head. Um, so you, we did talk. We did talk about babies the other day, though. I said I would. I would be because I'm not. I'm pretty anti-baby at the moment. But I told her if I ever get like a job and we've got a lot more financial security, then I'm more open to having the conversation about babies. But the uncertainty is really what the thing that scares me the most about having a child. Do you think that's going to happen, though? No, I don't. <laughs> oh, you know what's really funny? Dean talks about financial not being financially secured. As uh, Kaylin last week of the podcast was like, "Yeah, we're thinking about buying in LA. We also have the house in Vegas." Oh yeah, no short term. <laughs> short term, we're fine. We're chilling. Short term, I'm talking like 10, 20, 30 years down the line. I don't know. I'm I'm going to be flipping burgers at McDonald's in twenty years. I feel like I think you're going to be fine. I I have faith. All right. Well, but. anyways, back back to Heather. Back to Heather. <laughs> no, I'd love to hear about when the baby's coming. What's happening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Heather, are you? Last time we talked to you, I think you said you were talking to some guy, right? Are you dating? What's the What's the update on your love life? Um. No, I'm currently no, not at the moment. I was. Um. Yeah. Recently, I'm not. <laughs> It's very timely that I'm on this podcast. I feel like I've come to the realization I really do suck at dating. I feel like you've got to, a lot to unpack there. Fill us in. What's going on? Yeah, um, it's just you, me, and Dean. Nobody else is here listening. No, I just, no. So I was talking to someone for, or dating someone for a few months. Um, and I think I just have come to realize like I'm just really bad at like communicating um, my emotions and my feelings towards people I think I think he was super he was like the best guy ever like seriously one of the best guys I've ever met um amazing and he was super open and forward with his emotions and just like very expressive and I think for my whole life I've like I have such a fear of like hurting people or rejecting people or like that's just like my biggest fear it like makes me want to die so I think I've always like held back my feelings or emotions um out of that fear and I think um in this situation where I actually like someone I just like kind of went back to my old habits of doing that and I think that kind of um hurt me in the long run yeah I'm confused so it sounds you, like it it <laughs> seems like you both really liked each other because you made it seem like he was very forward with his feelings his intentions which mm. makes me sound makes it feel like he said he wanted a relationship or he saw this going long-term. Yeah. So are you saying that maybe you liked this guy more than you were leading on? And for sure. If so, why were you holding back in the beginning? I don't want to go too into the weeds of the situation. The situation was a very complicated um, one Mm. with everything going on with just, yeah, just in general. Um, so I think I went in with a lot more fears than I normally would, but I also think naturally I'm just so guarded in general. So I think it like compounded on each other, those two things. Um, so, and it made me, I think naturally I just don't express my feelings. So it's like a fear of mine. I have like a million walls. And then on top of it, the situation was kind of complicated. So I just really held back and he was so, and I think I didn't even realize how much I was holding back until, um, till the end and then i was like dang it heather like what's wrong with you and um <laughs> and you might have mentioned this was it your decision or his decision or was it like mutual um it's a it's it's a uh, <laughs> the situation's so bizarre like i can't even get into the whole situation but it was kind of just like i was not um expressing my emotions in the way that i probably should and i think it was like kind of hurting him 
Um, What's holding you back from expressing your emotions now? I I think I have now. I think I have now. um, I think he knows where I am now, but I think it was just, yeah. And this is all very new and um, <laughs> it's kind of awkward correct. to talk about. No, it's not awkward. I just, there's just like a lot, it's really not awkward. There's just a lot of, there's a lot, um, a lots of different factors that are involved that, um, yeah. Yeah. How'd you guys well, meet? It sounds like too, that there's a chance that you guys might rekindle or I'm way off base. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. It's so fresh, but it's possibly like, I mean, I I think we ended both um, obviously still have lots of feelings involved, but yeah. When you say fresh, it sounds like you like called in right before this podcast and (laughs) you're like, Hey, yeah, it's not working out. (laughs) Just bawling. Can you say how you guys met? Uh... Let me put it this way. Everybody listening is, is assuming that this guy is from the show. Oh, it's not. That's what. It's not from the show. Oh, okay. oh, I wasn't assuming that either. And I was... Oh, oh I, got a I was because when you kept saying it was so overly complicated or there's a lot of factors, I was like, mm. I wonder if this guy's like... No, it's way more complicated. has to go on Paradise or something. Oh, it's okay, way more okay, complicated okay, okay. than that. No, yeah. Well, we love um. complicated. We love bizarre. So, I mean... <laughs> This is the place to vent and get it all out there. This is like yeah. a free therapy session. You, know? you guys know. Yeah, no names. Just, um, no names. We'll call him uh, We'll call him John X. Um, John no, X. But, that's uh, a badass but name. That, that's, 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 uh, that's, I guess that's good news. It's good news in the sense that you're like, uh, you know, you're starting to dial in those emotions and understand them a little bit better. I feel like, right? That's a like positive yeah, takeaway. For sure. I think this has truly been like a really growing experience for me and like realizing... Um, my flaws in a lot of ways that I don't think I realized, but like didn't realize to the extent. So, yeah. Well, yeah. It seems like you're putting a lot of blame on yourself, which I can't help but think that you might be a little too hard on yourself. Mm. You know, I mean, let's ask the honest question. Do you think that there might've been things that he could have done better as well? Uh, n- no, I, I truly do. I, like, no, I, this guy's... I, no, I like I, I don't. I know he's not saying it's me either. It wasn't like him like saying this is. A, it's like me being like, dang it, like I messed up because I truly, I truly feel like it was. Um, but the situation is complicated. Like I think if there, there, it wasn't for the situation, that it wouldn't have been the same um, results. But I do think my lack of communication skills um, was probably what, with the whole, with everything going on, is what, yeah was the major issue it sounds like there is something something's afoot yeah something. i'm <laughs> so curious right now like I, now, now my mind is going in all different directions i'm like this yeah. guy's married has a has another family <laughs> oh my gosh like, could you imagine yeah that's that's me up for sure i'm a home <laughs> no no but that's where our mind goes at least for a brief second and we're like wait no no that's not that's not heather. that's not heather so I guess no. all we're left to do is fill in the blanks for ourselves, which, yeah. you know, that's kind of how it should be, I think, at the end of the day anyways. But you're doing, well, let you're me, doing uh, good. That's good. Let me ask you, Heather. So mm-hmm. I, I'm sure a lot of people are going through a similar situation that you are right now post-breakup. So, or, or yeah, I don't know if you're broken up, but post whatever the hell's going on right now. <laughs> My post complications. Uh-huh. What are you focusing on now? How do you get your mindset out of focusing on this other person and focusing on either their future without them or yourself or multiple factors? Um, that's a hard question. I think I honestly am focusing. I'm like, 
I'm just moving forward with my life. I think it's kind of hard. I think it's been kind of a hard situation to move forward with the kind of like limbo of like ending of like both still very much have feelings, but also like this is kind of the best choice right now. So I think that's been hard. I think just focusing on like can't linger on that, but also like how can I move forward? How can I grow from the situation? And then thinking like, I just, I think I just go back my faith. I'm like, I think God has planned. I think there's a plan in this. And I think it's going to all work out the way it's supposed to. Um, so just working through that and praying through that. And I think that's kind of what I've been relying on, to be honest. Nice. No, I respect it. So, um, what do you think your next move is going to be? Just kind of like lay low and take time for yourself or. Um, yeah. For, as far as dating goes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think just take it day by day and, and figure it out. I have no idea. Um, I think you should jump right back into it. I think nope. <laughs> that we, I, oh, the reason I say that is for multiple reasons. First and foremost, to make this guy jealous. I think we need, I, I think, because from what you've been telling me, it's the worst it advice seems you like you're right looking, now. I know, it seems like you're looking <laughs> inward right now. What do you say? This is the worst advice I've ever heard. I'm you know, no, halfway through. Let it, yeah. me finish my piece of advice and then you can criticize it. <laughs> okay. It seems that you've been looking inward a lot about things that you've been doing wrong, things that you mm-hmm. can improve on within a relationship, all great things. Having said that, it also sounds like you've expressed your feelings towards this person. So if you do maybe want to rekindle things, I think a great way is just to go back out there and start dating. And who knows, you might meet Mr. Perfect or... Maybe, you know, he finds out that you're dating other people and then is like, oh, I can't, you know, let her go. I need to woo her back. I think uh, before Heather, um, before Heather speaks, I think that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely said dumber things than that. (laughs) No, no, I think that takes the cake. That's number one. And the reason being is she just got done telling us how complicated the situation was. The last thing she needs to go and do is make it more complicated by dating a bunch of other guys and making him jealous. I'm an agent of chaos, Dean. <laughs> yeah, I see that. You're a monster. Because um, <laughs> now I'm settled down with a kid and a wife. I need to live vicariously through other people. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's mess this situation up, Heather. And let's Heather, add some Heather can you do us a favor? Next time you have a conversation with the guy or just to go on a date, can you like Instagram live it so we can just follow oh, yeah. along? No problem. I can just like FaceTime you, you two in. We can just do like, yeah, FaceTime. Perfect. perfect. Yeah. Totally. So what are your intentions with Heather? Um, <laughs> we'll, be like, we'll be like your big brother since you don't have any brothers. Perfect. I need that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, yeah, I, I, I honestly hate dating. I think I've told you guys that before. So like, mm-hmm. I don't just go on dates to date people ever. Like that just sounds like miserable to me. So I mean, I will date people if I feel like, oh, there could be potential here. But just going on a date, just, just get, getting back out there. Just like, I just can't. I just actually cannot. What's your least favorite part of dating? I think I just hate, I hate like just having to say no to people. Like, cause I think I know pretty much like before, like just talking to someone for like five minutes, if it's going to be yes or no. And so like saying yes to someone and having to like go through a dinner and be like at the end or whatever later have to be like, actually, no, like that's just torture. Like I hate it's the it. worst. Yeah, it's the worst. And right? I feel, well, I feel like, uh, you know, one women have to do it more than men. Uh, and two, obviously you're, you're very pretty. So I'm sure you've had to do it a lot more than 
someone like myself has to do it in the past. So I can only imagine. But everybody always says like when they ask like about Bachelor, you know, is it worse to break up with someone or is it worse to be broken up with? And I feel like everybody always says it's way worse to break up with someone because then you have the guilt on your shoulders. Yeah, it's just terrible. It's the worst. Yeah, I hate it so much. I mean, being broken up with can't be fun either, but um, no. pretty, pretty sucky. But yeah, it's terrible. But we still don't know what happened with you guys. We don't know who broke up with who. And I think, you know what, let's leave with a, a veil of mystery over it, perhaps, because maybe some things are better left unknown. Yeah, I agree. But uh, if you want to tell us, we're no. all here. <laughs> <laughs> I think this, it would be like probably a three-hour conversation if I went into the details. I think we could we could break up this podcast into like three segments. <laughs> well, we'll get um, we'll get HBO involved. We'll make a mini series out of it. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash blackandunlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much. And I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. 
Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. All right, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. We're going to get into emails before we wrap up this podcast. Dean's favorite part of the episode. We have emails. Uh, Mark, I know you were there earlier. I'm not sure if you're still here, but if you're out in the Help I Suck at Dating universe, of course, love nothing I'm more. here. I'm excited to be here and I can't wait to read these emails. Can I, I just have one question for you, Mark, very yes. quickly. Yes. Yes or no on Aaron Rodgers. Do you want him back? Oh man, it's not as simple as that. But you know, it's funny. Uh, about a year ago, you said to me, like, what do you think? Your quarterback's an asshole. And I was like, whoa, hey, easy there. But now, now the whole world knows that that is an accurate statement. Yes, yes, I was proven I, right. <laughs> it looks like he's coming back. So I'll say, let's bring him back. All he's right, going perfect. to Denver, baby. He said, it doesn't look That's like he's going to Denver. Dying in that camp. And uh, I think he's going back to Green Bay. Anyway, let's get into emails. Well, congratulations, Jared. I haven't losing. spoken to you since uh, Dawson was born. So congratulations. I hope everything's going uh-huh. well. And I think I love the pictures on Instagram. I think you're a great dad. It's going to be really great. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, buddy. This is anonymous. I got engaged to the best guy in the world on Christmas. And I'm planning our wedding for 2023. My fiance is very laid back and doesn't have any major opinions on the wedding, but I want some male input. Jared, your wedding looked incredible. What were the best parts? And was there anything you would have done differently or don't think is super important to put energy or money into? Dean and Heather, from your perspective as a wedding guest, what makes a great wedding? Uh, That's a good question. I do think our wedding was incredible. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm a little biased. I would say the best parts were... uh, being surrounded by the people that we loved the most under one roof. Because, uh, you know, I've Jared, that's not what she's talking about. Times. She's talking more of like the. Yeah, but no, like- here's, here's my point is that one of the hardest parts of the wedding is the guest list. So make sure mm-hmm. that you invite the people you want to invite and don't feel bad about the people that not necessarily you don't love or don't wouldn't want to be there, but everybody has a cap, everybody has a budget. So there's only a certain amount of people you can invite. So that would be my advice is making sure that the people that you want to be there are there because that was honestly my favorite part is the fact that like Dean was at the wedding and also my cousin from, you know, Coventry. And it's so crazy that I love them both and they're both huge parts of my lives, but yet they've never met, never interacted. And so like to have those moments uh, where I felt like my, my separate lives came together was probably the best part for me for money purposes I mean, just put money into the things that you desperately want. Uh, I, uh, Of course, you have a budget and you want to save money. Uh, but like if there's something that you've always dreamt of, whether it be a band or a certain moment, a wedding cake, 
Uh, I would really prioritize and put money into the things that you really wanted and the things that you're kind of indifferent about, then just don't worry about those things. Really focus on the moments and, 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 um, you know, the, the, uh, parts of the wedding that you really want to spend money on. That's my best advice. Um, my advice, my favorite thing about Jared's wedding, uh, was without a doubt the open bar. So that's my advice is if you're going to have a wedding, have an open bar. <laughs> I think my favorite part of our wedding is I think like the most important is the DJ to so, like a good MC and a good DJ to like get the crowd going and dancing. Cause I feel like you don't remember the decor. You don't remember anything, but like you do remember like the dance party. So at least for me, so that's my favorite yeah. part for sure. Mark, Mark, do you remember anything about your wedding? Uh, it was 20 years ago this summer, as a matter of <laughs> fact. Um, yes, remember nice. a lot. And I was just reading actually recently, a woman posted something about what she wasted money on that she would like to tell brides, don't waste your oh, money on this. So how perfect is that? These. Uh, her wedding shoes, no one ever saw them because they were under the dress. She spent so much money on her wedding shoes. She'll never wear them again. And no one ever saw them waste the money. Also, the invitations, they're going right in the garbage. There's really no reason to spend a lot of money on invitations. And also she said she got like a special fragrance for the big day and it was really expensive and nobody noticed and nobody cared. So those are things maybe don't worry about. But I do have advice for your fiance. And this is an advice for all guys who are getting married. If you are asked for your opinion, give it. The last mm. thing they want to hear is, I don't care, whatever. I don't care. You do it. It's fine. Whatever. But don't do that. Give an opinion. Now, if you have a difference of opinion, she wins. But have an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> That's my yeah, advice. I agree with you, but also, at least in my relationship, my opinion really doesn't matter because, <laughs> uh, as Mark said, if I have a differing opinion, a perfect example is there. We just bought this, I don't know, ottoman or I don't know, it's something that's in the living room, and I was like, well, I don't like that because she's like, do you like this or do you not like this? And I was like, well, I don't like it, and she was like, well, I do, and I was like, okay. And then it was there the next day. So that's how much my opinion matters. Jared, was there anything that you guys thought about that you won over? Um, no, I think I got, you know, I got lucky. You guys know that Ashley and I are usually on the same page on a lot of things. Uh, so trying to think of something that, because uh, I mean, the, the biggest thing for me was getting married in Rhode Island. And she was like, yeah, love it. And I was like, mm. that's great. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, mine was outside. I wanted to be outside. So that was, that worked out. Actually, it was really hot that day, so it didn't work out great, but it was a beautiful <laughs> ceremony. Um, one other thing I'll say is as an audience, which is not a word, but should be, as an audience, <laughs> keep the, you want a quicker ceremony, and then let's get to the party. I hate mm -hmm. the gap. When you guys go take pictures for an hour and a half, and we're just sitting mm -hmm. there waiting for you show, to show up at the reception. That's super boring. Quicker reception. Keep it moving. Make it unique to you, not like a fill-in-the-blank thing. Make it feel like you guys and things that you like mm -hmm. and then get to that reception quickly. Yeah. But if there's an open bar in that meantime, oh. you know, in that purgatory phase, then take us like, as long as you want. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. 
Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great. But also, I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. What else we got, Mark? This is from Lily. Dean, it's for you. Cool. Dean has said a few times that he almost did not go back to paradise to ask Kalen to leave with him and that he was going to wait until Kalen left the show and then just message her. Dean, mm-hmm. when you made the decision, did you already know that Kalen was seeing someone else? What do you think would have happened if you had not gone back? Would you be together today? Dean also said that he sent a long message to Kalen before deciding to go back. What did you say <laughs> in that message? Oh, that's funny. I, I could probably pull it up. It would take a while to find though. Um, did I already know that Kaylin was seeing someone else? Uh, I think I, the reason I left was because I wanted her. Well, we, me and uh, another person there had decided it was probably in Kaylin's best interest for me to leave. So that way she could 
fully pursue a relationship with someone that she was excited to meet. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, a really selfless move of me, if I do say so myself. <laughs> uh, and then the other one was, what do you think would have happened if I had not gone back? So yeah, as you alluded to, I sent her a message. And uh, when you get put down there, I think all three of us can attest to this, is when you're down there, you think like every decision you make is life or death. And there's no life outside of the bubble that you're in. But in reality, all you're there, you're there for three weeks and then you're home and then everything goes back to normal. But you like, it's so hard to perceptualize the fact that you can like get home and like pick up your phone and call someone because you haven't had your phone in so long and it just like doesn't make sense for you. Um, so I think that when we got back, like Kaylin would have been four days into a relationship and I would have uh, been able to weasel my way into it somehow, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if, if she would have even let me do that, but uh, I probably would have made an effort too. And I was going to do that until I sat down with Jared and I was like, Jared, what should I do? And Jared was like, go to go, go get her back, you freaking idiot. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. That's a good idea. I'll never forget that conversation. Yeah. In the back, in the producer room at the uh, iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah, because I walked in and I was like, holy shit, you're back already? And, he, and you were like, yeah, but I think I'm going back down. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then you told me what happened. And then you were like, yeah, I'm going to go back down for Kaylin. And I was like, OK, are you going back down to go to Paradise and then, like, if you don't go with Kaylin, get with Kaylin, you're going to stay? Or are you just going for Kaylin? And if you don't get with her, you're going to come back. And you're like, oh, well, I'm only going for Kaylin. And I was like, bro, you're going to be the white knight. You <laughs> can go get on Do that it. plane. <laughs> go get Kaylin. And I was like, yeah. she's not going to say no. Like, do you not to, not to, you know, keep just kissing his ass. But I'm like, you do can, you know, you like, who you are, what you look like? She's yeah. not going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep tooting my horn if you want. Dean, Dean, did you know when you left that you're gonna like immediately you're gonna want to date her again, or did you just like try to release it at all? Well, what do you mean? Like when you're leaving, wanting her to date someone else, like did you think like, oh, she'll probably break up with that person, and we'll probably date like uh, immediately? Well, well, no, I knew the second I got there, there was like she told me right away. She was like, yeah, I was really excited to meet this Connor S guy, and I was like, oh, I know Connor S. He's tall, he's attractive. Um, he seems nice and smart, all those things that would introduce, like excite you to date someone. Um, so I knew that he was coming in the next day and my, uh, producer friend on the show knew that I like, wasn't really taking anything very seriously. And he was like, he like pulled me aside and he's like, Dean, think about it. Like you like this girl, but like, you're not taking it seriously. You should leave and like give, so- give her the chance to be with someone that is going to take her seriously. Um, and so that was kind of the consensus where I was like, oh, you're right. You know, that is, it is kind of a dick move for me to be here and just like kind of waste your time. And then I left, um, and I was gone for a couple of days and I was like, you know what? I think I am going to take this seriously. And so I texted the producer and I was like, we made the wrong decision. I'm, I should come back. And he's like, uh, I don't know if you can come back yet, but let me, let me see if I can pull some strings and get something, um, set up. And then he texted me the next day. He's like, you're on a flight tonight at 8 PM. You're coming back. <laughs> and the thing too was I thought that they were going to like, let me let us date down in paradise. But then I got there and I was like, yeah. So like when I talked to her, what do I say? They're like, blah, blah, blah. Just make sure at the end of whatever you say, make sure you tell her that she has to leave paradise with you right this very moment. And I was like, what? I didn't know that that was part of the deal. I thought that I was going to like come back to the beach and like hang out for the last couple of days. Like, Whoever no, if that you're gonna- producer is, you should be thanking them every day because that is an example of somebody having your best interest because that was 100% the right move. And if you stayed down there, it wouldn't have been as impactful as it was. And oh, whoever that that, that is a friend right there, whoever, whoever told you that. You're absolutely right. It made way more of a statement and it was it was the perfect scenario. There's no question asked. Uh, and it would have been weird, like being down there while she was like still neg- like navigating her feelings with Connor. So while you're trying to find that message, 
Uh, dude, yeah. my favorite moment ever from Paradise, I, I talked about it on the podcast prior, but happened in that moment when you came down the stairs and looking as dashing as ever, and you took Kaylin to the side, and Connor S. was sitting on the daybed with, who is your ex? Who did you date in the first season of Paradise? Uh, Christina. Christina. And yeah. uh, Connor S. was like, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Oh, no, I, I feel like we have a strong connection. And she, Christina looked at, at Connor and was like, have you met Dean? And he goes, no. And she goes, hmm. And I was like, oh, Ashley and I turned to each other when that moment came by. and was like, that was awesome. He never stood, he never stood a chance. No, he Poor totally did. I don't, I don't know. No, I don't even know fine. what she... He's, a yeah, he's, doing, he's doing fine. I think he's got a girlfriend now too, actually. Um, and he, he's a nice guy too. We're like not friends, but we're definitely uh, cordial with each other. I think, not enemies. At least. I think. Not enemies. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't I have no issue with it. But, um, Are you still trying to find the message? There, well, it's, I'm going to like my very first Instagram message that I sent Kaylin, which is, you know, you like send a lot of uh, messages to your to Ashley, I'm sure, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm curious how far back are you right now? Like, are you even close? I am at November 19th, 2020. So I only oh. got like six more months to go. <laughs> but you probably talked to most on Instagram in those six months. So now you're just... What do you mean? We had, like we basically lived, lived together essentially right away. So if anything, you probably talk less because, you know, we're talking face to face. I'm close. I'm like three months away. Just give me like, give me 30 seconds. Fill the void with something. Come on, someone <laughs> so, someone else tell a story. Gone. Mark <laughs> is left. He's done. He's like, I'm not going to sit down and wait for this. Heather, uh, well... well Heather, will we ever see you back in paradise, you think? No. No, no, no. Oh. No. How, how come? Paradise is not like, for never me. Never say never. It's, it's just not for me. Yeah. I Too got an email kissing. about paradise in Canada oh. yesterday, a couple days ago. Oh, um, they're doing season two? I guess so. But nice. yeah, no. Um, it, it's, just, I, it's just not for me. I just can't see it. I you wouldn't want to do it. the Canadian version? No, if I don't want to do the I regular version. I heard it's version, more low-key. In what way did they... Uh, like I did Bachelor in Paradise Australia before Ashley and I were together. This is oh, where yeah, she filmed Winter Games. That. Was that fun? And I've heard Canada. It was all right, uh, but it's definitely way more low key. Like you can, like of a good example is you know how we told this story last week on the podcast, but I'll tell it very briefly. Uh, on the American version, it's like you go to bed at two in the morning. You're up by eight. There's always a camera on you. You're always mic'd up. You're never yeah. left alone. Mm-hmm. This is wildly different. Like. I'd, we'd wake up at like 10 in the morning. I'd stroll oh, down wow. to breakfast. No mics, no cameras. We'd, oh, we'd hang out with everybody, talk about what happened the night before, not being filmed. And then like noon, one o'clock would roll around. They'd start miking you up and start filming for the day. Uh, but like by that time, it was just like, it was so chill and low key. It's crazy. Did you feel like it made it more real or like more fake? Like when you're actually on camera? Uh, I think it didn't make it either more real it didn't really affect that i think what it affected was the overall um entertainment value you know the Mm. american version is so entertaining because because we're always on camera they have everything things they have (laughs) everything yeah you know and so i feel like the other versions are just a little bit more low-key which means it's not as dramatic or as stressful or you know you don't get as good as stuff totally something to keep in mind Heather, what is it like when you when you start dating someone and you tell them that you are on The Bachelor? Does it is it ever met with like criticism or anything? Uh, no, I I mean think, yeah, no, they. I mean, the last person that I dated knew that I was. They knew before, you know. So I don't think it's ever been a thing, a situation where it's like I have to like, and this I was on, you know, like I didn't ever have to like reveal it in any sort of way. Okay, that's good. That's helpful. 
All right, how close are you? Because we got to wrap this podcast up. I was in 2020. I thought we started dating in 2020. We started dating in 2019. Oh, no. No, no, but now I'm close. I'm I'm November 1st, 2019. So I'm like four months away. Jared, did you meet someone in Australia or no? No, I actually made it. I lasted there for two weeks. I made it through like five rows. So I was not kissing anybody. It was quite pathetic. I don't know how the (laughs) hell I did it. Did you not like anyone at all? No, there was one girl that I liked, but she was a little bit younger and unsure about what she wanted to do. And and she liked someone else and there was like a complicated situation. So after a couple of days, it just like fizzled out. And then, of course, like, you know, then she wanted to be with me after a while. And then it was just kind of and honestly, throughout this entire time, uh, I was honestly thinking of Ashley. Really? Because um, that was the fr- yeah, hundred percent. I I'll never forget sitting down on a bench talking to a particular girl, and I was like, oh, I just wish Ashley was here. It was so much easier and Aww. more comfortable, and just I want to be with her. And then that's you know, obviously she was filming Winter Games, and so I came back home, and then she was off filming still with Dean, and uh, you know, <laughs> that's Sorry. where the whole thing started. Sorry, Jared. Well, you didn't do anything. Was that a turning point? You think then that kind of made you realize like Ashley? Oh, a thousand percent. Oh, yeah. I mean, I always kind of knew, but I think it was just another, um, you know, another slap in the face being like, Jared, can do something. My God. Yeah. So I did and then something. you did it. There you go. <laughs> and then I did it. And now we have Dawson. And <laughs> now you have baby. Little Dawson. He's a good one. All right. How close are you? I got it. It's funny. I haven't read it. it since I sent it. Oh, wait. Can you uh, don't read it? Don't read it out loud. I want to hear reactions. Uh, Okay. <laughs> this is kind of only if you want to you don't have to but no it's just a little embarrassing but i've done worse on this podcast so uh at june 17th 2019 i sensed at uh 10 in the morning you should screenshot this i'm sorry about how things had to end there i've done some reflecting and agree with you that it was fucked up of me to make a decision that affected us both but i hope you know i made it because i thought it was what you needed to flourish and make the most of your time down there I think there was still a lot left unsaid. Not sure where your head will be at when you make it out of there, but if you're up for it, it would be good to hear from you. Nothing. Oh, wishing you nothing but the best. And then I left her my phone number. That's not embarrassing at all. It's I know, not embarrassing it's just, at all. It's just it, you know, just a little uh, like a peek into the way that I say things to people. It's just I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cute. That was yeah. a lot of scrolling. Holy cow! I didn't realize how much we've messaged each other on Instagram. Also, how cool of it is for it to still be here on Instagram. Definitely yeah. save it. Screenshot it for yeah. sure. I'll screenshot it. We'll post it on the uh, Help I Suck at Dating um, Instagram page. Yeah, we'll blur out the F word. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry, uh, Mark, for that. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so there's, that was the longest answer to any email question we've ever had. Um, <laughs> long story short, I'm glad I went back. I'm glad I have friends like Jared who pushed me in the right direction. Um, I'm glad that uh, I have a girlfriend who decided to take me back after three days of me making a bad decision. So, you know, could have been a lot worse, but here we are. I was thinking of Kaylin earlier because someone came in and talked about Cam, ABC. Oh, yeah. And because uh, they were like, oh, my favorite contestant is Cam, ABC. And nice. they showed me, which I totally forgot about. He did like a rap uh, for his intro in Paradise that included Kaylin. And I think he liked Kaylin. Yeah, uh, had a big crush on Kaylin. And I was like, "Oh my god, I forgot about that." Cam Cam's a nice guy. Um, th- th- he wrote her. He wrote her a letter that said, "Like because they, they kissed." And um, Kaylin wasn't ashamed about it, but she just, you know, she wanted to, like move on past it. And so I'd bring it up sometimes, just like to tease her. And he wrote her a letter, and he on the letter he said, "I can still taste the jalapeno rita on your lip." 
Um, and, and so for the longest time I would, she would taste like take a sip of her drink and I would kiss her real quick and I'd be like, mm, I can still taste that peach mimosa on your lips. Oh God. <laughs> That um, is amazing. And, uh, but all the best to Cam. It was just a, a simple little tease, I guess. You know, he's, like, yeah, he's a good guy. But, 100%. Um, all right, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating. Uh, we've got this new format where we're doing two a week now. So just because you listen to this one doesn't mean you're not getting another one. So I'm not sure what day, maybe like a Thursday this is going to come out. This next one's going to come out. So stick for that where maybe we suck just a little bit less. Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.